Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Everybody, what's happening? The A&B Show coming to you live from a fireplace. Look at this. It's beautiful. The ambiance. Brad Tesh, with always. With me is Sean Valencourt. Sword something, you know, that's where he is. Sean, good morning. Hello. Hey, man, how you doing? Can you doing believe well. it? It's another uh, wonderful PNW day. It's raining on us. It's awesome. Yeah, mid-40s rain. So suck it, the rest of you guys, and suck in the winter. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, Sean, busy couple of weeks. How you feeling? Yeah, I feel I feel great. Um, really, uh, really happy with the way that that last episode went with the last interview there. Yeah. Got me into a whole new appreciation of a lot of things. And... Uh, Super Bowl's over. Super Bowl. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> That's right. What are your uh, What are your quick takes about the Super Bowl? Oh my goodness. There's nothing quick about it. Uh, does, is it Is it weird that DraftKings gets involved now with the NFL that heavily, and all of a sudden we are seeing some of the strangest calls ever, ever. Think that there's a bit of revisionist history there, but I go ahead, keep going. Like I'm there, going to myself. Okay, AFC Championship, absolute shame. There's a shame, shame of the game. That just real quick though, you're invested in the AFC Championship game a little more than just casually. No, no, no. I mean, it would have been nice to see an Ohio team make it. You know, the Bengals. But I just figured since you have their jersey that you were more. <laughs> well, that was. I mean, that was because my wife met uh, Fulcher there <laughs> and got it signed for me and everything. It's it's pretty cool. Um, nevertheless, yeah, I, I like I like the point you're trying to go on there. I'm not putting the stamp of approval on it. I don't I play in Jersey, as you know. It's just the way it is. Um, thing is, though, that Super Bowl championship game was such a great game, Brad. It was such a great game. It was a classic. And then the ref pulls out his dirty laundry at the last minute, 30 seconds, completely. And I'm not saying, here's the thing, Brad. I'm not saying that in a minute and 30, for sure, that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be able to lead this Philadelphia Eagles down the field to tie the game up or whatever, or even to win the game. I'm not saying that. It's the fact that they didn't even give it to him. They gave him four seconds to work. It was like, come on. This is ridiculous. Don't throw the laundry in something that trivial. And then you hear the, the quarterback then just all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, it was the right call. Like somebody paid him off saying, you know, you say this. You say this now. Here, 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 here. There we go. It's over. Because it was a terrible call. It was terrible. It didn't impede him on his way to the end zone. It, so we don't know that. Here's what I would say. There was no competitive advantage gained on that play. That's the thing about yes, it. Yes! Exactly. Exactly. You know? He, he was by him. He was by him. Did he hold him up? Did he, did he tug on it? Yeah, I, I believe that he did tug on it. Was it enough to hold him up? I don't know about that. It wasn't enough for him to be able to catch that pass that was overthrown. That was overthrown! Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, it's, we're talking about a different circumstance if that ball is catchable. Exactly. But it wasn't. No. And so there was no competitive advantage gained on that play. That play happens 80% of the snaps. 
these days. There's some kind of whatever. Yeah. You can't do it there. You just can't. Listen, I was watching the game, and the ref was letting him play pretty much yeah. the whole game. And then all of a sudden, now you have a bug up your bonnet? It's yeah. like, what, what is that? Oh, what? <laughs> a bug up your bonnet. Oh, a bee in the know. bonnet. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about a bee in the bonnet. I never heard about a bug up. Well, a bee is a bug. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a cultural translation there I'm not quite familiar with. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to watch. I mean, congratulations to the Chiefs. They won. They, they played it well. Again, to your point, it, the refs didn't cost the Eagles the game. They cost the fans and the Eagles a chance to see if they could go down and tie it or win it. We just don't know. That's, that's exactly it. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that it's a good possibility that they could have. It's a good possibility they, they couldn't have. Yeah. It's like a, it. It could, it's a 50-50 call. Let them sort it out in the field. Yeah. Like, uh, you just well, don't yeah. throw your laundry out there. We could Jeez. talk even about, you know, uh, the kicker for the Chiefs, Old Bucker, you know, not being the most accurate kicker right now, that field being kind of not great. Oh, that, that field was terrible. A whole other conversation yeah. to have. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe he doesn't make that kick. Who knows? Like, but they took away the, the maybe what could have been the greatest two minutes in Super Bowl history. They took that away from everybody. So, Absolutely. And, and honestly... It, if it starts becoming to the point where the ref is like, look at me, it's like, eh, get out of here. You know, no, I, I know. I know what I was saying when I entered in with my conversation about DraftKings and everything like that. I'll still say that about the AFC Championship game. There's a lot of money on upsets on that thing. But hey, I'm sorry. Listen, I had, if the Bengals would have won, I would have won 11 grand on yeah. that parlay that I put down, which is silly. <laughs> I, took, I bet $5 and I hit everything but the Bengals winning. I needed the Bengals to win. That's crazy. Yeah. Needed it. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. They saw it. They saw your payday coming, Brad. And they said no. Listen. Full transparency. If my app would have let me log in from where I live, because we can't uh, legally gamble in the state. And so I actually made that. Cover your ears, everybody. No, no. I, 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 made, I made the bet legally. I made the bet in Oregon when it was legal. I just I couldn't uh, log in to cash out because I definitely would have cashed that parlay out. Uh, you know earlier. If, oh yeah, if they'd offer it to me, yeah. they'd offer me six grand to cash out over five bucks. Shoo! Shoo! <laughs> I'm telling you, I need a new pair of shoes. Oh my goodness! I I it was a great game yeah. right up until that, and then I'm sorry you are dealing with like like come on, Andy Reid has to be. One of the greatest coaches I think we've ever seen coach the game. Yeah. But you're giving him a chance to coach it all the way out. It's like, what's he going to do? He's going to risk it? No, he's going to coach it out. Yeah. But some of those plays he was doing, man, it was crazy seeing that there. And honestly, I'm not a big fan of Nick Sirianni. I don't even know where Nick Sirianni came from. It's just like, was he like Vinny, the next Vinny on the Eagles? I don't even know where he came from. Where did he come from? I know he's from the Shanahan coaching tree. Uh, maybe he was there serving them. He was a water boy. I don't know. Where did he come from? But there he is in the Super Bowl. And I'm just like, he had a good game plan going into the first half. You knew that the second half, though, that's a hard thing to try to do. You can't, what, you're not going to let him have the ball the whole entire time? And you are talking about Patrick Mahomes. So... Yeah, it was what, a good game plan just walking What in. Philly was able to do in the first half by controlling the ball not through rushing but through passing was phenomenal. Absolutely. But not sustainable to your point. No. 
Because you knew in the second half he gets the ball. It's like, you think that Andy Reid is not talked about as one of the greatest coaches ever because of his stature? Oh, I think that whatever now, it's like you have to consider him one of the but greatest But not before, coaches. though, right? I mean, you talk about the greatest coaches and it's, you know, the Chuck Knowles and maybe the Jimmy Johnsons and the Tom Landrys, right? It's always like big commanding, you know. Forward thinking, just kind of big. Don know. Shula. Yeah, right. You know, and then you got you know old <coughs> fat cheeseburger eating Andy over here. Hey man, he could eat all the cheeseburgers I, I, he listen, wants. I'm not saying he's not a great coach. I'm yeah. just asking if do you think he doesn't get the respect maybe that in front of the fans anyway. I don't know. I I think now it's a whole different thing. You see the love that everybody's just giving that guy. It's like. Although, but now, although, we're talking about he's been relevant for yeah. a long time. But did you see? Did you see? I guess people took offense to Terry Bradshaw and something like that when he said, "Hey, get the big guy over here." Talking about Andy Reid, get the big guy over. Waddle on over here, and I'm like, and of course, it's in the, in the tweets. It's like, what's this guy saying? Waddle is that body shaming? Is that are they body shaming Andy Reid? <laughs> Maybe this doesn't fly very far, but I feel like we've got to give a pass to certain men of a certain age to say some things. Like, is it mean? It's absolutely mean, but is it funny? Also, yes. Because if you think Andy Breed is anything but Waddle, you have to pay attention. He's the only coach that doesn't run off the field with his team. He like Waddle's behind him. <laughs> Danny DeVito and the Penguin? <laughs> yeah. It could be. Oh, man. Danny DeVito's jealous how Andy uh, Reid walks. Andy Reid could do whatever he wants yeah. right now. <laughs> I think he Listen, could do I was more interested in what his post-game celebratory meal was going to be than I was by hearing how he called the game. <laughs> you know me. I love it. Listen, maybe, maybe because they had one Super Bowl championship... And everything like that. But that second one now, I think that solidifies him. You can't look at him in any other way but one of the greatest coaches of all time. It is unfortunate that he played, that he coaches for a team that is their colors are red and gold, predominantly red because he looks like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> He's waddling on over, through, on the, over. through the wall yeah. Through the brick wall That's Probably how he gets them all fired up at halftime is he like bursts through this paper brick wall. Oh yeah. yeah! I got the game plan, Pat. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Maybe. Listen, what do you think? Because like, I don't think anybody gave the Chiefs really a fair shake, going all the way, especially after losing all the pieces that they lost. Yeah, which ended up just being Tyreek Hill, which. You know, they both went to have... No, the Honey Badger was gone there, too. Like, nobody gave their secondary a shot. Yeah. This, yeah. And, and, and their defense... Because they had two rookies, but that turned out to not matter. Yeah, yeah. Because them boys held up, so... Yeah. You know. And hard. Pacheco ended up looking like yeah. a veteran out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, and... and yeah, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, who? Yeah, exactly. It, it it didn't matter. Like they they seriously seriously did a, a great job in in replay. and that and that's I think that part of that's the magic of these kind of coaches. You know what? I give I give uh, Pete Carroll a hard time because of that one call. But let's face it, Pete Carroll can draft 
Pete Carroll can coach him. He knows what he's doing. And we now know that that, that one call you're upset about. Uh, that's a baloney, baloney. That's because I hear from whatever here and whatever there. Honestly, you're going to tell me that a second year or a third year Russell Wilson is calling those plays? I, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Super Bowl winning Russell Wilson? Huh? Super Bowl winning Russell Wilson? From his second year. It was his third year in the league. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Hmm. I'm sorry. You can sell me a lot of goods. That one I'm not buying. You don't got to buy it. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, one of the greatest Super Bowls of the last two minutes I think we've ever seen. It was fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic back and forth. You know, those low, low-ish low scoring games in the first halves aren't always the most entertaining. That one happened to be. Um, you know, really, that game swung on a defensive play. That Jalen Hurts fumble that was returned for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. That, that, ended that, up being the deciding, that was a really ends up being the deciding play. That sucked, that sucked the, the Eagles, momentum. Yeah, right but the Eagles' them. defense didn't give up enough points to lose. No. That's, you know, no. that's the thing we don't talk no. about quite enough. It was that play and then that return that the Chiefs had, that kickoff return. Oh, unbelievable. And it put them in, into range. Yeah. You know, both those things put him into spots that, you know. Unbelievable. I, I Philly defense came to play. I got, I got to be honest with you. When I saw that Rihanna uh, halftime show, I was expecting something similar to what happened to Baltimore and San Fran. Like half the, half the <laughs> stadium was, was going to go out. Because that, that was a great halftime show. That was yeah. a lot of lights, a lot of all this. And it's like, wow. I was expecting that to happen. Uh, didn't. So... You know, didn't yeah. give didn't give the other half. I mean, it was just a great it was a just great game. I'm glad it's over. Speaking of Rihanna, were you are you familiar that she has that many hits? Yeah, yeah, it totally slipped my mind. Half of them yeah. slipped my mind. I'm like, what? What's she gonna sing? Umbrella? That's what I thought the whole entire time. She's gonna be singing Umbrella, and then yeah. all the hits started going. I'm like, oh, she yeah. she has a lot of hits. It's a like, lot, a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. like not a little bit, a lot. Yeah. Didn't have to bring anyone out to guest spot. No. Even no. though she could have, you know. It, it was a really good one. It was almost as good as Lady Gaga's. Lady Gaga's was amazing. And last year. Yeah. Last year was, last I'm year sorry, was that, was, yeah. that was amazing. So, um, yeah, yeah, very, very good. Uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad the Super Bowl's over. I'm glad all this nonsense is over. The nonsense is just starting. Uh, we got the, the coaching carousels going around now. We're going to have some free agency opening up. The draft's on its yeah, way. yeah. Yeah, the draft. The draft is interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot of teams in position to make themselves better, or do or the same, they? or do the same. <laughs> Who do you think is going to be the most? Uh, so looking in your, you know, doing your voodoo that you know how to do, yeah. and your little glass ball there. Who has the most impact on a new team next year? Aaron Rodgers or Derek, or Derek Carr or David Carr, whatever his name is. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Oh, Aaron Rodgers would have an impact wherever he goes. Okay. I, I'll say, I'd say who I'll is say right most now. likely to have a positive impact where he goes next year? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Carr or Mr. Rodgers? No, Mr. Rodgers still. Derek Carr is, uh, I don't know. I mean, how can you not make it work in Vegas? I, I don't I don't understand. They even bring in Devontae Adams, and he still can't make it work in Vegas. Now, uh, is it going to be reunited and it feels so good for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in Vegas, or is he going to pull a Brett Favre and go to the Jets? Either way, uh, Rodgers is going to make either of those teams better. Either of them. Interesting. Derek Carr is... You believe in Josh McDaniels that much to think that Aaron Rodgers can go there and not be terrible? Over there? In Vegas. In Vegas? Yeah. 
It's not that I believe or don't believe. I believe in Aaron Rodgers. Like, Green Bay, you knew that they took away the, his last weapon. You knew it was just going to be... I mean, they're not know. without weapons right now. What, Randall Cobb? No. Who? They have uh, Christian Watson, who was a rookie, and Romeo Dobbs show up. Both those are great. They've got a fantastic running game. Like, great lines, fantastic defense. That do it for you? No. Yeah. No. But what if Aaron Rodgers goes to Las Vegas and Mr. Carr ends up in Green Bay? Uh, nah, I don't see that happening. I say Love's going to end up starting in Green Bay. Green Bay will be just fine. I think Derek Carr is, uh, I don't know. He can end up on the Jets. Who knows? I mean, He'll end up somewhere. He wasn't going to end up anywhere at $40 million a year. He's just not that kind of guy. No. But you could see him landing in New Orleans. He's going to be 20, like Baker Mayfield. 25 or 30. Those two are going to be vying for a starting job somewhere. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I don't I don't think those two are in the same stratosphere. But. You don't think so? I think that they're very comparable. Hmm. Very comparable. I mean, and give Kyler Murray a little bit longer. He'll be right along with them. <laughs> oh, if I think of Arizona, you get out of the contract, they would get out of the contract. <laughs> Kyler's going to be in Arizona for a while just because Jeez, I think they're hoping he goes to play baseball. That's what I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 funny, though, because, like, you know, like uh, apologies again to Jacksonville because uh, you got a quarterback there. <laughs> there's no there's no denying it. He, he, he came, he played. I mean, that first few weeks looked terrible, but then. Is, is, Urban Meyer set him back a little bit. Absolutely. But Doug Peterson has got to be yeah. the quarterback whisperer. Well, I mean, you don't play in the league for as long as Doug Peterson did without being good well, at something. Did, look what he did with Carson Wentz. Yeah. And and he built Nick Foles up. Uh, he's the quarterback. Don't wait for Minshew. Don't forget about Gardner. Yeah. Oh, wait, maybe that wasn't right. In that time period? No, no, because he would have been in Jacksonville yeah. before yeah. he went over yeah. to Philly. That's right. Sorry. That's Nick Sirianni, I think you're thinking about there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nick the Quick. Where did this guy come from? <laughs> That's the more important story. Where did this guy come from? Who is this guy? <laughs> it's crazy. It's almost like if you had a machine in your pocket that you could just ask and it would tell you. But, you know, you don't, so it's fine. Oh, my gosh. This guy. This guy with his Googles. His, his Google Ability to use research properly to find answers. Just to like, that, you know, millennial stuff here. Just tell me where he came from. Tell me the, the coach. Oh, no, I got to Google it myself. Well, I, I don't care about Nick Saron. It's like you don't. I mean, that's just really the thing. <laughs> that doesn't keep you up at night. Where did this guy come from? He's in the Super Bowl. Where did he come from? No. In the world. No, I don't think about any of those things. This guy just shows up. Hey, you know it's a great idea? If I coach the Philadelphia Eagles, then you're going to I don't let know me. that he's from the... Yeah, he's not. There's no way he's from the Shanahan tree. You sure he's not a water boy somewhere there in San Fran? <laughs> you sure? Yeah. No. He was uh, at a small... Some small colleges. Then he was with the Chiefs. Starting in 09 as the quality control coach. And then he was an assistant QB coach. And then he was a wide receivers coach in Kansas City. So from 09 to 12, he was in Kansas City. He was with the Chargers from 13 to 17. Uh, all his position coaches, quarterback coaches, and wide receiver coaches. Went to the Colts in 2018 where he was the offensive coordinator until 2020. And then he was hired as the head coach of... That's right. So I would say he's That's the... That's like Frank Reich 
Even though he was the offensive coordinator, he didn't call anything. I remember hearing yep. something about that. That's yep. hilarious. So, yeah, I would say he's from the Andy Reid uh, chain yeah. if he's there. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. I like that. All right. Speaking of the Andy Reid chain, how about Eric Bieniemy not getting a head coaching gig? Ever? He's smart. So he's going to be the assistant, he's smart. assistant head coach and offensive coordinator of the Commanders now. Is that where he's going? That's where he went. Yeah. Why, would he, why would he go there? Because they made him the assistant head coach and they paid him more That's money. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He he's should have stayed. He's going to go work for River, Riverboat Round. I don't know why. Well, still, it could be worse places to go, I guess. But Commanders are pretty terrible. They are. Although, they, you know what? They almost made the playoffs. <laughs> they, they almost made the playoffs. They did. It's, so, it's, it's hard to even think that. They did. Anyways, though, man, listen... Super Bowl's done. Uh, I'm happy. Yeah, we're going to end up talking about draft and free agency. It's all coming up. But right now, things are getting hot and heavy in the NBA and the NHL. We are looking at playoff hockey, the best form of hockey. You know what really... All right, I'm going to say this one thing. This really irritated me, Brad, that apparently 22% the viewership has gone down in the United States from last season. And the thing is that there are storylines that are out there this season. There are storylines that are out there and they're just not hitting the head on the, of the nail with the hammer to end up talking about this. They're just not. I can't believe you didn't make it as a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> There's stories. Listen, listen. This is what ticks me off, man. We're all talking about uh, LeBron James breaking. Right now, they're saying it's a story of the uh, the story of the year, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Okay, fantastic. He takes a very nice night off. It's like I'm done. I broke the record. Taking it off. Your team is not even in the playoffs. And then you got the blow up, the blow up in Brooklyn, where it's like. All of a sudden, Kyrie Irving's there going, I ain't playing here, and so they punish him and they send him to the math. Now, all of a sudden, you got Irving, uh, uh, Durant. All of a sudden, nope, uh, I don't want to play here neither. Never have I ever seen ownership. Never just, ever, ever. They, they just bow down. They're like, what? You're under contract. Oh, okay. You really want out. I see this. This is a big thing. Well, okay, real quick. There's only a handful of players in the league that can do that. Is there? Kevin Durant doesn't need the money. <laughs> Kyrie Irving doesn't need the money. They'll just sit. They have leverage. Right? It's Spencer, ridiculous. Spencer Dinwiddie or whatever his name is yeah, that now plays in Brooklyn. Yeah. He can't do that. He's back in Brooklyn. Yeah, he can't do that now. No. Right? Listen. Yeah. It's ridiculous that yeah. a handful of players can hold organizations absolutely at ransom, and then all of a sudden destroy your organization in the in a heartbeat. Uh, I mean, hold on. Brooklyn's been better since those two have been gone. Let's be honest. Oh, well. <laughs> so, I get what you're trying to say. <laughs> can you imagine Connor McDavid just walking in right now into yeah. Edmonton? Just going, you know what? If he had a hundred million dollars in the bank. Yes. I'm done. If he had endorsement deals that were paying him real money, paying him more money than he's making on the court. That yes. guy.
Middle relievers in baseball that don't matter I know, also make I fifteen know, million dollars. It's ridiculous. Okay? It's, 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 the, it's the eighth player I in know, the NBA makes fifteen million dollars. So let's this. I understand. The this. level of dollars Listen, is different. The level of dollars is different. But I, we did I see can't. this that kid got. He bought his way out of the uh, the Buffalo organization, right? We had the back thing. No, that was. I mean, that was him just disagreeing with the way that they wanted to deal with him with his back. And you're talking about uh, he's on Vegas. But then he forced himself a trade. He forced himself into a trade, and then he ended up getting back surgery. Because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, flurry the flur. No, 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 no. Crap. No, 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 no. Now you're gonna have to have me think about this yeah. now. Oh my goodness! And and uh, why why is his name not coming up like, at the top? It's, it's not like, Reinhardt. It's uh, it's like Connor no, or no, Craig or some other. Craig. It wasn't a Craig. Oh Lakeland or it wasn't Lakeland. What in the world? Look look it up. Look up Vegas right now. Look up Vegas Golden Knight roster. He'll be ready. You're gonna be. Oh, now you won't use my Google machine. Yeah, use you your Google machine. On. Anyways, listen. It, it's it's a shame that certain players because they do that, that somehow. The organization that they've actually become rich from, they've become so rich that they can do this. They can completely manipulate things. I mean, is Phoenix really that good now that you have Durant and you have Chris Same as Jack Eichels. Jack Eichel. There we go. I told you it was a common yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, American-born player, great player. Uh, it's crazy to me that you know where everyone's born. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but the thing is, I mean, you know, so the trade deadlines, the trades are coming hot and heavy. Dallas Mavericks looks a lot different and better with Kyrie Irving better, over right, there. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll see what Durant does with Phoenix. Well, but, I mean, can can Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Chris Paul all stay healthy for the rest of the season? What's the overall games played? I, 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 they're all. Uh, I mean, a little long on the tooth, so, I mean... I mean Devin Booker's not long on the tooth, but he's injury-prone, yeah, right? Yeah, They're going to play, yeah. what, five games together the rest yeah. of the season until the playoffs? Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. I mean, you know... you got Ty Lue coming out this week talking about the Clippers, saying, oh, if I can get 25 consecutive games with Kawhi and Paul George and the rest of the group, I feel like we'll be hot in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You're going to, you know... I mean, you talk about the James Harden, Kyrie Irving... Kevin Durant, they played, what, 16 games total over a couple of years? That was it. So, yeah, you know, continuity matters, right? Absolutely. But it, you know what? Nevertheless, it doesn't matter. It, it show, goes to show you can have all the great pieces, all the great players together, and it, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a hill of beans. You aren't going to guarantee the championship. But uh, it, all I'm trying to say is that it, shame on them for being able to hold organizations ransom, to be a whole team's ransom it's not right Mm. that the league that has made you this rich that you could hold them ransom so would you say that you support indentured servanthood you know my answer on that you know my answer on that and if you're going to say that these guys are indentured servants then there's there's a problem somewhere all i'm saying is that there has to be something i mean you want to trade that's fine but the way that these guys are finagling for trades is yeah. just like... I, I agree. I, I do agree. I, I think that uh, the honor is gone. I think that the market has shifted. It makes it makes the product not as palatable. You know what I mean? When you know, Especially when you see a guy just smash a record. And he's going to take the next two nights off. Eh, eh. I mean, Your sma- team is not in the playoffs. I just smashed the record. Uh, at home in a loss too so <laughs> that's fine 
your team is not in the playoffs. It's it's a it's it's ridiculous. I I don't even know. I I don't even know what to say. And the thing is that that is this the number one story? Yeah, he did something great. What's his team gonna do now? They made a whole bunch of trades to try to make it to the playoffs. They're behind the Portland Trailblazers, who was like the classic last play-in team. You know what I mean? Like that's how, they don't make the playoffs. They make the play-ins, and then somehow they make the playoffs. That's that's how Portland does it. You know what I mean? As you talk about time I get there, that's just the hard part about you know that structure. I think it's a great structure. I do too. Way. I'm just saying it's hard. To, yeah. It's hard to. Yeah. It's yeah. designed to be difficult. That's, yeah. that's the thing, right? Absolutely. Um, I just. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, trades are happening in the NBA. Yeah. Well, not anymore. You know. Oh, the trade deadline just finished? Yeah. Now we're in the buyout market, which is always kind of weird. That is weird, yeah. So the guys that didn't get traded now can, yeah. you know, become well, free agents. and Trade deadline is coming up in a week and a half, almost two weeks there, so in the NHL. Let's see how far are we into this thing? What does that say? How far are we? March 3rd. No, how far are we into this thing? 30 minutes? Yeah. Unbelievable. 30 minutes in, we were yet to talk about the biggest Maple Leafs trade in the last 20 years. Oh, you have been paying attention. Wow. I impressive. Was letting, I impressive. was letting the clock run to see how long I, we were going. I, I, we I, the whole thing I didn't shot. want to say anything. You're I didn't want to say anything. My goodness. Look at you. My goodness. I My jaw went like this. And then the way that they made it work, Brad, the way that they made it work where... St. Louis keeps 50% of O'Reilly's uh, uh, contract. And Minnesota picks for the other 25. We're only paying for 25% of his contract. This is perfect. This is exactly what we needed. We have three awesome centermen. We, well, uh, so, yeah. yes. You got Ryan O'Reilly, who we'll yes. talk about in a second. And Noel Acario. Akari. Yeah. And then you gave away a first round pick. Yeah. And a second round pick. Yeah, and a fourth rounder. Yeah. Yeah. So how long do you lament that you traded the first and second? Absolutely round? not. Absolutely no what way. What if you don't win this year? Seven. What if you don't make another first round this There's year? There's a lot to lament then. But the thing is, is that I really think right now Toronto has said it's it. It's it. They put all their chips in on this season. Do you think you'll openly cry when they lose in the first round? I will be devastated if they lose in the first round. I will be devastated. Because they put all their chips in. There's nothing else. There's nothing else now. You've bet the farm. And, like, next season, if you don't make it out of the first round and win a cup, next season could be Austin Matthews' last season with the Leafs. I mean, it, it could be the beginning of the end of everything. And then... You have oh, no, you have no future. You oh, have no future. Oh, to be a Leafs fan. You know? This smells a lot like the guy walking to the table with his last hundred bucks and putting it on the blackjack <laughs> hand. <laughs> it's going to go one of two it's ways going one here. of two ways. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Dude, this is, this is exactly the move the Leafs needed to do, though. Because it was just like, okay, you can't get... You go out and you get the top player in there. And I, it's arguable, is he? He's definitely one of them. And the funny thing is, is that like St. Louis is kind of a fire sale. Who's he now? Who's he? Ryan O'Reilly. Thank so Patrick Patrick Kane is on the market there, right? And again, he's probably he's probably the top dog out there. Patrick Still, Kane. absolutely, absolutely top dog for a trade market. 
Absolutely. I feel like he's been the guy for ten years. Is he not old? He's he's extremely old. Yeah, but Here's he's still side. he's still good. Here's he's, the sidebar. Yeah, we talk about and I, when I say we, it's the royal we. I mean it's you. <laughs> talk about that hockey is the hardest sport to play and it's the most physically demanding, right? Hockey, first off, but hockey hockey is the most demanding, and to win the Stanley Cup is the most difficult championship to win in all of professional sports. But how sports. many productive forty-year-olds are there still in the NHL? It's it's a handful. A handful more than every other sport. That's because they take care of themselves. Okay. Or they just play less games. They play 82 games. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's not that demanding. It's not that demanding then. That's all I'm saying. This guy. This guy. Anyway, back to the (laughs) This guy. Listen, listen. It's the hardest championship to win in all the professional sports. That is the hardest thing to win is the Stanley Cup. That's the hardest thing. You know? But how many teams have gone back-to-back in the last decade? In the last decade? Yeah. Tampa Bay. How many times did they do Pittsburgh, it? And Pittsburgh Penguins. And how many times did Tampa Bay do it? Twice. They only won two cups? Yeah. Okay. And same thing with Pittsburgh. Twice. Okay. So 40% of the last 10 yeah. have been two teams. Yeah, I'll get, but it's I'll still get, the hardest thing to it's do. It's still the hardest thing to do. Okay. It is. It is. You 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 have to go through the eighty-two game season. Injuries happen. By the time you hit the playoffs, I mean, have you seen these guys block pucks? Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Why do you think all those Canadians have no teeth in front of their like yeah. Well, healthcare. But <laughs> and, and and here's the thing. So so they go in for this trade. They get O'Reilly, and yeah, they, they finagle it so that they could fit him under the salary cap. There's no real need except for depth. That's it. And especially if you're going up against a Tampa Bay, you need depth. That's a team built to go for the long haul, right? Because they've won how many in the last? Two. Okay. Two. So been to three? They, they've been to three okay. in a row. Yeah. Not for nothing. Hardest thing to win. It is the hardest thing to win. Don't forget that the, their two cups that they won were in COVID seasons there. So last oh. season was their first one there. Okay. It was like, you know, come on. Now. But to me, we're looking at the Leafs going all in. So this is do or die. Seattle, they're having fun. Yeah. They're in third. They're only two points out of Vegas, you know. Uh, Edmonton. That's hard times there. How do you go in there? You got two guys going to be over a hundred points, and uh, you got old Soupy there, who was the Leafs' old goaltender, and he's just not looking the greatest over there. I mean, he's good and he's bad. He's good and he's bad. And that, but that's the thing about the Western the Western Conference It's like it's just a hard conference to be in. Um, Seattle's got nothing to prove. They can do whatever. Who knows? Or lose. Like, that's exactly it. Most dangerous teams in the league. You know, teams that have nothing to lose. But then you have a look at Boston. Boston is the big. That's the big boys on the block this season. Boston is the juggernauts. You know, and I'm just curious to see where Patrick Kane goes. Vladimir Boston. Tarasenko ended Boston. up going to Rangers. Go to Boston. Once. You think so? It's a they have to make a move now that that Toronto did. They've so, got to push in. Th- that was the thing is that Patrick Kane was supposed to go to the New York Rangers, and then Patrick Kane balked. Like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden... Like what? I don't know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Vladimir Tarasenko ends up onto the New York Rangers. 
Rangers look pretty darn good for the playoffs, especially with Tarasenko on there as well. So, us getting O'Reilly, that's the next big one. So then the last big one there is Patrick Kane. Then you have some defensemen, which I'm sure that Seattle would gladly make a trade to get a good defenseman. It'll look better for them, too, going down the stretch. Um, it's... It's this is great hockey time. This is great time to be yeah, watching. I think that Seattle is content to sit where they are and ride the roster. Why? Why shouldn't they? I mean, quite honestly, as it goes right now, the little slump they hit right at the All Star. Yeah. Right. With Maddie Beaners was hurt. Now that Maddie's back, yeah, they've been picking up right where they left off. That's exactly. It. So, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know that they make another deal. I think that they might hold time. <clears throat> we'll see. Well, the thing is, is that you can, you can't. It really won't affect them either way. Yeah. You can get a good defenseman, but how much do you have to give up for that? And we put a pounding, a pounding on those dirty old Habs. First time we beat them this season. It's like we, we smacked them around just like the dirty habitants that they are. Oh. <laughs> Not quite sure what that means, folks. That sounds serious. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. We're getting into NHL Sounds playoff like a time. side dish. Is it? Yeah. I'm I'm all about this year positivity for the Leafs. Absolutely. <laughs> I am I am all about it. Folks, stay tuned for that. See how long Sean's positivity holds. I promise you we'll get you in the first round uh, crying video <laughs> on or about the fourth game of the uh Eastern Conference first round. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's a lot of promising. Hey, you got you got a one-on-one question for me? I do. All right. Going to food as I always seem to do. Uh, <clears throat> what is one food, or what would be the one food that universally people seem to love that you cannot stand? That I cannot stand. Hmm. And universally, people love. Like, I mean, obviously, like, there's no, you know what I'm saying, but, like, the general consensus is, like, oh, this is something, like, people, you know, would usually agree this is a, a solid food, and you're just, like, not past. Like, I'll tell you, for me, it's salmon. Really? Yeah, I'm just not a fan. Wow. I don't but know. Everyone talks about, like, it's this greatest thing, and I'm just, like, oh, yeah, right. like, what do you eat? I'm, like, no, nah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything like that for me, but I could tell you something about it in reverse. That'll work. No, I want to know the thing that I asked. No, I really, I don't. I th- there is like everything. Yeah, it's yeah. big surprise. You know, uh, big surprise. <laughs> but in reverse, I love liver. I love liver and onions. Uh-huh. I love it. Also, not a surprise. <laughs> I love it. It's like, huh. oh yeah, give me that liver. Who makes the best liver and onions? <laughs> you yourself. <laughs> What's your secret? You gotta bread that thing. Can't just eat liver, just like you have the bread. Last night I had venison tacos and lingcod tacos. They're fantastic. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds really good. Well, how come where's my invite? Yeah, got lost in the mail. You like liver? Got lost in the mail, guys. I don't know. I don't know. The mail. (laughs) When was the last time? When was the last time you actually put a stamp on something and went and put it in the mailbox? Oh, I haven't. I had to put something in the mailbox for my wife. It, by the way, it's in the U.S. That's so crazy. 
Like you just put it in your mailbox, you put the flag up. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. it. It's all antiquated technology. We've been doing that stuff for so 100 We years. actually, in Canada, we have to go to the mailbox. And put it in. Yeah, don't do that. Why would we do that? It's terrible. Yeah. It's a waste of time. Put it in the mailbox. It's like universal health care. Man. All right, all right. I got, I got a one-on-one question for you. Universal okay, health care. Okay, okay. This guy's about, he was about, he was ready just to do a spike. He's a volleyball player over here. Ready to spike this show out of here. Holy smokes. All right. Now, out of the three, no, let's go four North American sports. What would you say that you spend the most time watching? <laughs> what are the sports? <clears throat> There's only four of them. Right, you got to tell me what they are. I don't want to make assumptions here. <laughs> you know how football. Okay. Okay. Then we got baseball. Yep. Then we got hockey. Yep. Then we got basketball. Okay. Four major yep. North American sports. Um, man, it's difficult. I watch everything. I probably watch the most football because it happens in the winter you know there's not a lot going on you know baseball the season feels so long and the days are nice and long and you know uh, I would say football I pay attention the most to I'm really college basketball is like where it's at for me right now right now because yeah. we're getting into March Madness yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is, it's, a, it's just a pure version of the sport do you, fe- do you find that you go in like ebbs and flows of certain things no it's always about the same but I think yeah. once you know football season starts to wrap up uh, as the playoffs start, I start branching back into basketball. Otherwise, I'm pretty much football. Because I mean, football's on, yeah. you know, five days a week, it feels like. It does. It does. During but now hockey, since you met me. Yeah. And then hockey fills in. You know, I watch hockey on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in the fall. <laughs> you know. I watch a little bit more now. Football's over. Especially, like... You know, like last night I watched a lot of hockey because it's the all-star break for the NBA. So there wasn't much on. So Right, right, you know. right. There was tons of hockey. It was like the replay of the Genesis Classic the PGA totally... Tour or I could have watched hockey. So. What did you think of, all right, just side side note, what did you think of the slam dunk winner there? Oh, Max McClellan, I mean, he's crazy. Yeah. Like, if you haven't watched that, folks, go watch it. It's the greatest Pretty four cool. dunks you've ever seen. <laughs> and I love Vince Carter. Like, yeah, I was going to say, that's not saying something. Uh, Max McClung is six foot two, 185 pounds. <laughs> and he's been getting it down since he played. You know, I think, you know, he was one of the first internet sensations that I remember. You know, he's from this little town in Virginia. Uh, it's like 1,600 people. Yeah. You know, and he broke J.J. Reddick's scoring record. He broke Allen Iverson's records. Wow. Wow. Uh, as a high school kid, you know, had some college stuff. I remember he went to Georgetown. He ended up going somewhere else too, maybe Kansas. Um, you know, thought he might get drafted, didn't. He's on a G League contract, bounced around. He only has two NBA games, one for the Bulls and one for the Lake, the Lakers, maybe, or the Clippers. Uh, now he's with Philadelphia. You know, this he made. He's made. This is fascinating to me. In his NBA career, Sean, he's made a hundred two thousand dollars. Uh, in the last couple of years, right? That's crazy. Just based on how his wow. contracts have worked out. Wow. He made $100,000 last, last night alone night. for winning the dunk contest. That's insane. Have you ever seen a 540? <laughs> have you ever seen a 540 no, dunk? No, that was, it, was, it was insane. First attempt, all the dunks. That's crazy. I know. It's crazy. That was my biggest beef for the dunk contest is that you would let them try a couple of times, and I hate that. That takes it all away. I don't like it either. Like when they did that birthday cake one. Yeah. With the, it's yeah. Like, like how many times are you going to go yeah, up there and stupid. blow this yeah, thing Yeah, it's dumb. they wait for yeah. me to get up there and lie. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, get this. I was listening to Max McClung's interview this morning, and that 540 that he made, he had never made it in practice. <laughs> He could get close. 
but he could never complete it. And he knew last night that he had enough adrenaline going and felt that he had the bounce just with the energy of the crowd that he could get it. Do you think Do you think now he's going to, like, be able to, like, play with those No, guys? he's Harold Miner. Yeah, I know. He's, he's a G-leaguer, right? Yeah, he's, it's like, he's not a good basketball player. He's a good dunker. I know. It's just sad, man. I would like to see this guy play. Yeah, he made a dunk contest in three years. <laughs> He's like another Nate Robinson. There were little Nathan. Yeah, Nate, yeah, Nate yeah, was yeah. that way too. He's gonna go fight. Uh... Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? He's got all kinds of opportunities. He can do whatever he wants. The world's his oyster right now. He can do it all. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness! He's not gonna be. He's not starting the All Star game this year. I'll tell you that. He's six two, one hundred eighty five pounds. He's not gonna make it. Oh my god! You know, he didn't get a surgery that makes him be able to do basketball better. No, 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 no. But you know what? Doesn't he remind you of the professor a little bit? There? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look at the professor. I'm like, man, that guy yeah. still blows my mind. Well, I, I, think I, need, I think I need a haircut. That's what I think. Yeah, it's terrible hair. Yeah. But what he does with the basketball is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh man! All right. With that, yeah. kids. <laughs> We've got all the hay wrapped up, thrown on the trucks, feel like we're ready to go. The heavy lifting is done. Sean did more heavy lifting. Obviously, you can tell he's got a stronger back. Till next time, kids, be good or be good at it. Right out.